My name is Haley, and you're listening to the Beauty From Brokenness podcast. I'm a mom, wife, and blogger. In my life before kids, I was in event planning, dance coaching, small group leading, church going socialite who had it all together. But simultaneously, I was partying, people pleasing, past processing, sad and lonely on the inside. When I became a mom, being home alone with my thoughts, a baby and no schedule just about broke me. But God had other plans. And with his help, I began to take giant steps into becoming a new version of myself that was better than I ever could have imagined. In this podcast, you can expect to hear just about everything from faith to friendship to failure and what I've learned. The goal? To become better versions of ourselves today than we were yesterday. Hello, friend. I hope this episode of the BB Podcast is finding you so well today. Uh, So most of our Beauty From Brokenness podcasts are targeted towards a really wide range of women, and we're not going to specialize in all of them, but today is dedicated to moms. So if you're a mom, I know that you've experienced sheer joy. You have this great understanding of what unconditional love means. You've no doubt grown in patience over the years, and you know that you're so blessed. All this goes without saying that you've also been very stressed. You've felt mom guilt, and your car has likely rolled away because it wasn't in park. Is that just me? (laughs) Most of all, you've wondered how on earth God expects us to do this motherhood thing without any rage or swearing. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about all these things, but I want to talk about introducing my guest first. Her name is Annie Keene. Hello. Hi, Annie. And Annie is the mom of two and wife to your hubby, Luke, for 10 years now. And You've gone from working in the corporate world, managing metrics and processes, to now attempting to manage your own little tiny humans. The second is harder. (laughs) Agree. And just for the record, you're also the girl at the fitness class where when the teacher's like, do squats, you're up there doing squat jumps. So in that regard, you're superwoman to me. I just have a lot of mom angst to get out. So it comes out via fitness sometimes. (laughs) Completely a good, good reason to do fitness. So... I want to talk about the other things that you're involved in because I think it's so, so cool. So Minneapolis Angels, I mean, you want to explain? Yeah, so Minneapolis Angels, um, we are a nonprofit that aims to walk in support um, with families who provide foster care as well as the children in their care um, because foster care and providing foster care can be pretty isolating at times. Um, So we're there to support them. Um, And then... Um, yeah, I'm also getting involved in Woodbury Options, which is a local life-affirming pregnancy, crisis pregnancy center here in the area. Awesome. Um, and then finally, I, <laughs> I swear I do not do all kinds of amazing things. It just... Yes, I you live, do. No, well, I'm not trying to you know, talk myself up, but you should no. (laughs) Um, but I'm also hoping to, um, become a revelation wellness fitness instructor in, uh, this coming spring. Yay. Okay. So for those of us who aren't fitness buffs or podcast buffs yet, what is revelation wellness? Um, so it sounds weird. It's kind of like church and a group fitness class came together and had this baby (laughs) and (laughs) it sounds really weird, but it's amazing. I listened to him. Um, this woman, Elisa Keaton, um, started it. It's a nonprofit, but she leads this podcast. And some of them are like more meditative, you know, listening. They're called Be Still and Be Love, but some of them are, you know, interval training, Tabatas. Um, and it's weird. She um, brings you the word of God with this amazing teaching, but it's set to like awesome music. Like you're thinking about God and praying, but 
Rihanna's like bumping some beats in the background and you're like, all right, I can dig this. Too good to be true. It's awesome. But yeah, (laughs) I love it. I love it. Love it. And it makes total sense to use the analogy of a baby. Yeah. Because we're talking about mom. Yes. There we go. And I think what's interesting about my relationship with you is that we've been friends for so long, like a decade. Yeah. Is that accurate? That's crazy. And it's like we were, would you have called it acquaintances? Yeah, like definitely more friendly acquaintances. Yes, friendly acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, no layers of the onion had been peeled back yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that like makes me think of the people pleaser episode I just did. Because oh, really? I was like, how many people knew me as the person who never peeled the onion back? So that's yeah. really good for me to hear. Yeah. Um, yep. But I think what's so cool is our relationship recently is it's been awesome because we, it's founded on God. Yeah. And that to me just makes it so easy. Yeah. Well, it's weird. Like that one day, I don't know why I had this notion in my head while I'm sure it was God, like you should become better friends with Haley. Cause I knew like you had obviously beauty from brokenness and I was starting to grow in my faith. I'm like, she would be a really good godly friend. And here we are. I think you sent me like a devotion or something. Yeah, maybe. And I got you like some butterfly note cards or something because I knew the butterfly was. So you knew that much. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I think it's just taking that first step. Like if you wouldn't have listened to that and taken that step, then we never would have entered that realm. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, or maybe we would have. Obviously we were supposed to. Yep. Exactly. So I like it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I have a lot of amazing mom friends and I intentionally chose you because (laughs) (laughs) you have this ability to take like things that I know are honestly ticking you off. Like Children. Real issues. <laughs> Children. <laughs> I mean. And you make me feel understood, but also like I want to pee my pants laughing at the same time. So it's just a gift. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, that every mother needs. <laughs> um, so the title for today's episode is Just Stop, because Annie and I came up with a few things that we think moms just need to stop doing, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. And I thought it would be awesome to start the first one with Stop the Rage. Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> So we'll start out here and then maybe we'll lighten up as we go. Yes. But I just, I, I had told you about this, but when I went from one to two kids, I knew it was going to be a transition. Like mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a hard one. And, but I also knew that I had this amazingly mature three-year-old. So when I brought the baby home and he was kind of crazy, like <laughs> doing all the opposite things of what I asked him to do, I was completely caught off guard. Like, yeah this isn't supposed to happen when there's three years in between. Yeah. Oh and gosh. The yeah. one to two is brutal. Yeah. I also, yeah, you know, did oh. that. Yeah. Yes. It's rough. But no matter what you hear or read, you're not prepared for it. No. And you're crazy and you're hormonal. Anyway, yeah. so one day I had the kids upstairs and I forget, I had to run downstairs to get something. And for whatever reason, the baby was wailing like at the top of his lungs wailing yep from the moment I ran downstairs to get the thing probably a bottle or something all the way back up the stairs kept wailing like I'm thinking what on earth could be bothering him that much yeah and you know the difference in cries yes Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like yeah almost like a pain cry but more like a get away from me cry yeah and I got back up to the top of the stairs and sure enough toddler had his arms wrapped around his neck mama bear's like oh hell no (laughs) yes and I like grabbed that kid and basically like threw him off of him and had such a moment of rage that I was just like floored. And it, it didn't really like catch up with me until I looked and saw like the fear in my oldest son's eyes. Oh, like hard. I scared the daylights out of him yeah. and it totally caught me off guard and it made me like sick to my stomach. It was that feeling where I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, are you ever yeah. going to forgive me? Am I ruining you? Oh, like, you yeah. know, 
Oh, I've, I've had that with my, my girl. She's four and a half right now. Um, and she's always been pretty strong-willed and Bucky. Um, I always <laughs> say, I'm like, she's going to be CEO someday. Like, we're just going for yes, that. Yes, she is. Um, but, you know, she, uh, right around when she turned four, she started not only being obviously strong-willed and very, like, you know, her way or the highway, but had, like, sensory issues where, mm. like, suddenly pants were, like, out and we just wanted to wear, like, you know, a cloth bag all like the time. Pants either. Well, yeah, I'm like, who loves pants? But um, anyways, we had to get to preschool and like Harrison, my younger one, who he actually turns two today. Oh, um, yay, happy, happy birthday, Harrison. Harrison. Um, but he, you know, he's just into everything. He's just a happy guy. Like he's yes, awesome. He and, you know, Rosie's awesome too, just more challenging. But we were running late to preschool, which obviously, first of all, like I'm already like, oh, got to get mm-hmm. out the door. I'm stressed. And then Harrison's like, oh, playing in the toilet or something typical I'm just like oh my gosh um and then Rosie's like I'm not wearing these pants and she's like throwing off everything and she's rolling around the ground and I'm just like just get in the car things were just building and like now a little bit more than I used to be able to I noticed that build and I'm like oh boy mama needs to like have her own time out and calm down but at the time I was just like we gotta go and finally I just lost it and I like wrestled that girl to the ground she's kicking and screaming I'm like we're putting on your pants we're putting on your pants and like legit like wrestling her down like WWE style like (laughs) holding her down and like getting her pants on and I'm like we're putting on your damn pants and I said damn which is you know of course I'm swearing now in front of my kid and then here and I look up and Harrison's standing there watching it all he goes mama and he's staring at me and like I just looked at the fear in his eyes and like the fear and like anguish in Rosie's eyes as I'm like this giant person screaming and I just was like you guys, I am so sorry. And I just started crying. So I get now it. all three were crying. But I yeah, get it. It's just like you you try to hold it together for so long and then you just blow. Yes. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm going to say, if you're a new mom with a baby and you're thinking, gosh, I haven't had any of those moments. I am a shining <laughs> star of a mom. Yay. Yes, you are a shining star. And you will be until that baby turns into a three-year-old. And draws a line down the hall with a marker and terrorizes your baby while you're shouting from the bathroom for all of it to stop, right? Yeah, yeah. Not that that's ever happened. Babies are so easy. Yes. Oh my gosh. You will be sleep deprived, but like nobody's sassing you. No one's like committing like psychological warfare against you. We were just saying you can still eat ice cream and watch TV with a baby. Yeah. Okay, not yep. to scare you. It's fine. Toddlers <laughs> it's are worth it. It's awesome. Anyway, um, can we talk about swearing for a second? Because I think that's actually a pertinent thing. Yeah. Like, the Bible says, you know, get rid of all rage and watch the things that come out of your mouth and bitterness and anger. But I don't think it's as much about a swear word slipping out from time to time as it is God recognizing like the level of rage inside of us it takes for that to come spilling out of our yeah. mouths. Don't you think? Yes. Yep. And yeah. I just think the minute that we sense that anger and that rage, like, of course, if this was easy, everyone would do it. But like putting a stop to it early before it gets to the point of pouring out of us is obviously the goal. Yeah, right? like taking your thoughts captive. Like, yes. I don't know. I can't. Sen- Second quote. Corinthians 10. Five. Oh, nice. Take your thoughts captive. Yeah. I had to work with that one a lot. Yeah. yeah. And make them obedient to Christ. Yes. Anyway, so I noticed something when I was rereading um, Ephesians, like the part about anger. The message version of the Bible is really cool. So this is chapter four. It says, go ahead and get angry. Like you do well to be angry, but don't use your anger as fuel for revenge Mm. and don't stay angry. 
also don't go to bed angry and, you know, don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. So I'm getting here that God doesn't want us to become angry, but he also gets that it's just going to happen sometimes. Well, and God got angry a lot. Like all those Israelites being sassy in the desert. Totally. Totally. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So it's going to happen sometimes. And so then he's giving us these clear parameters, like, get angry, be angry, but don't take action off your anger. Like maybe go do squat jumps, you know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know. Don't let it last too long. Get it resolved before you go to bed. I mean, I think that applies to our marriages too, in any oh, yeah. relationship, yep. but all those things are for our protection. Cause like I said, in my experience, the longer I let it fester, it starts out very small. Yeah. Like we're late. Mm-hmm. Get in the car. And you're already tense. Yes. Yep. But if I don't catch it and take it captive, like by day seven, that's where I'm like, Wanting to throw things and punch a hole through the wall. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, and it's hard to like, so um, I actually have a Bible quote I can oh, bring up. Oh, me. Um, but uh, I recently, again, going back to Revelation Wellness, um, there was a cool episode where it focused on Ephesians 6 and uh, 6.12. And basically, and I can't quote it exactly, but it was, you know, our battles aren't against flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but against like evil and the forces of, you know, darkness and mm-hmm. yada, yada. And like put on the armor of Christ um, was that's Anne's message version. I love it. Very nice. <laughs> um, Maybe you should do that with your spare time. There we go. Another version I'll, of the Bible. I'll translate it. Uh-huh. Um, but it just like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, oh my gosh, this whole time I have been, you know, in my heart and in my head kind of pitting like okay it's me against this rosy girl like she is so you know defiant and blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and really pitting myself up for battle against her Mm -hmm. and it took me back like whoa 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 like she's not the enemy and you know obviously her behavior is challenging sometimes but I need to see that good shining light of who she is Mm because she's also very awesome um and then this challenging behavior is more of not necessarily an attack from the enemy or something, but just like the enemy, I'm sure would love to see me, you know, grow distant from my daughter and fight her all the time. And it's Mm -hmm. like, Oh no, no, no. Like I'm going to tackle this for what it is. I'm going to tackle the behavior and not her. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So that was just like, I mean, it's definitely a work in progress, but it really, it has helped me quite a bit. That has helped me with adults. Oh gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Interacting with another adult. Like this is not her right now. This is something working through her. And it actually really does change how you pray for the person and react to them. Yep. Yep. If you can remember that kind of a thing. Yeah. It's hard in the moment. Yes. Something that I try to focus on too is, you know, we all are going to blow it sometimes. And I definitely do. Like I have moments almost every day where I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that or reacted that way. I think um, we all do. Oh my gosh. But the, the mercies being new every morning, right? Like oh, yeah. there's always a fresh start. Um, you know, and even actually with Rosie, sometimes if we're like starting to go down a bad path, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what, let's have a start over. And it's awesome. Cause it gives us both an out. Cause I think sometimes when you're in a battle you like hold on like you yes. I'm I'm you know putting my flag in the ground like even if I know I'm wrong like I'm not backing down and it's like oh wait we have an out like we have a fresh mercy we can start over um yep. so I try to remember that too. like moms need a timeout just as much as the kids oh my do. gosh I have put myself on timeout like yeah sometimes it's you know in my pantry <laughs> yep <but>, you know <laughs> I have I have read that um Sometimes people have used the method of counting to 10 before they even say something to their children um, or go work out, Mm -hmm. take a walk. Yep. You know, sometimes I just take deep breaths and they know like, oh, mama's breathing. We're going to give her some space. (laughs) Say a prayer. You know, help. Even just God help me. Oh, I I say that so many times. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. Yep. And then I'll just finish this one topic by saying, like, I read this in um, Confident Mom. It's a Joyce Meyer book. She said, don't worry about making mistakes and, like, don't waste part of your day thinking about, ah, I wish I wouldn't have said that. I wish I wouldn't have done that because she said it's what you do consistently. It's Mm -hmm. like 85% of your your time and your day is what your kids will follow. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, we can model, like, okay, mommy lost her temper, but like, I want to say, I'm sorry. I was upset. It's okay for me to be upset, but it's not okay for me to yell. And you know, um, I think that helps model them learning how to say, I'm sorry in a genuine way, not just like say you're sorry. Oh Oh, yeah. Very Um, healthy to see conflict resolution. Yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Okay. So how about the guilty feeling? Mom should stop feeling guilty. So much mom guilt. I know. It's like, I like comparing it to when you're on an airplane. (laughs) So when you're on there and they're telling you like, make sure you adjust your own life mask before you help others. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel about like working out or having Mm -hmm. coffee or having God time. Like if I'm not doing those things and someone in my household isn't getting their air mask on Mm -hmm. and well, my, yeah, go ahead. Oh no. I was just going to say like kind of along those lines, like an empty cup can't pour anything out. Yes. Like, yes, you've got nothing left to give. Like, and when people are like, fill up my cup, you're like, Mm-hmm. Off. I don't have anything in my cup. Can I say that on this podcast? Yes. Okay. See, it was censored. Yeah, it's good. It's perfect. Yes. And so, yeah, when we feel like when I first had a kid, I remember thinking like, I felt guilty about getting a sitter so I could go do some of those oh, things yeah. or leaving the kids home. And it's mm-hmm. like, I shouldn't feel guilty because they're the ones who will suffer later if I don't yes. do those things. Yep. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. And you know, sometimes, yeah, like taking that time to have God time or, you know, workout or whatever like sometimes you don't even feel like doing them but it's like I can't ever tell you honestly of a time where if I haven't taken you know time to go for a run or time to have god time or whatever kind of fills up your cup where I've regretted it or I've come out of it in a worse mood than when I went in exactly and everybody benefits from that I always tell my 20 something small groups that like church or the gym are two things where it's like doesn't matter how you feel, you go and you yes. never regret it. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. And you won't mm-hmm. always feel like, I mean, no going. Like there are some mornings where I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed and, you know, go to church this Sunday. It's raining. It's cozy. Or right. I don't really want to go to the gym. But right. Yeah. That's where you can't rely on feelings. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And to sum it up, my husband always says, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yes. So, Amen. <laughs> or like the mom is the thermostat of the home. So yes. like those things, keeping mm-hmm. her happy are important. Yep. And kids feed off your energy too. Totally. Yeah. Like they're like mini like sponges. And yes. like they also reflect like what you're throwing out there. Right. And, so, and once they're three, they remember every single thing you say. So. Oh yeah. And then they like spew it out at the most in front wonderful. of grandma. Oh yeah. Or like uh-huh. in church or in Target <laughs> when it's really quiet in the aisle. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Rosie so, the other day was like doing something and one of her dolls wouldn't put on or she couldn't get her shirt on her doll. And she goes, oh, for the love. <laughs> like, where did, where did where, they pick this up? Where did that come from? Dang. There could have been worse things. Though. That's actually a really G-rated thing. Yeah, I was going to yep. say, that's fine. Oh, I could say other things, but yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, well, while we're on that topic, the next one was Stop for God. Yes. So I've been reading a lot of the conferences I've gone to or like the things I'm reading are saying like, don't worry about your God time, like work it in with the kids, which is awesome. Like I think kids should hear Bible stories and yeah. it's really cool for them to see you doing that and for for you to make them part of it. Yeah. But I also think that I'm going to go ahead and go against the trend in saying that I also think alone time, mm-hmm. solid prayer time with you and God is necessary. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, I think like 
and it depends on the age of the kids too, but Mm -hmm. I think it's important for them to see you having that time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can also in a separate way, like incorporate, yeah, like reading a Bible version that's, you know, like kid friendly or whatever, or, you know, there's Sunday school and like definitely fostering that, but like, you also need that time just for you. Yeah. And I kind of, in my head, I just had pop up like, yes, it's fun to go run with your kid next to you in a trike. Yes. But like, I mean, and it's great if Foster's like, hey, like we're leaving, leading a healthy, active lifestyle. But like, is that really an awesome workout for you? Yeah. Probably not. Right. Um, But it's good for them to see. But like, so you need that. You need mm. to model your, but then sometimes you also just want to like put your earbuds in and go out for a run yep. by yourself. Um. Yeah, it's probably finding that. Yeah, it's probably finding mm-hmm. that balance. Like, because are you really gonna hear from him a whole lot when, like, you know, you have a little three-year-old jibber jabbering <laughs> about, you know, Jesus or the donkeys or whatever? Like, yes, probably not. But it's important to model that, right? Yeah, I, I always think of that verse: "Be still and know that I'm God." And yeah. I'm so sorry, but I can't be still when there's a three-year-old <laughs> no. on my lap. It's just not happening. No, not at all. So okay, well, yeah. good. I'm glad you feel that way. And do we dare touch on like how we make that happen? around our households like one more thing going on in the day with kids like I don't know mine don't always nap they just don't so I have to get creative with things like screen time oh yes I say the s word (laughs) the s word yeah I mean there are some glorious mornings where I'll wake up before them and I'm like oh "Oh, get down to the kitchen you know quiet like I crawl like a ninja down the stairs basically (laughs) I'm like I'm a god ninja like mama's gonna get this time and like, but then there are some mornings where I get woken up by like a tap on the forehead, like mama. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not happening. not happening today. Um, so yeah. Um, I, there is no shame in my game. I will put on like a Netflix episode, you know, just like half hour. Yep. You don't need longer than that. Um, right. And just be like, all right, go down here. Mama's going to have her God time. Yep. And then they're entertained. You have a little moment of peace and then everybody's happy. And then your day is sunshine and roses. Yep. Just, it, and everything's just. <laughs> beautiful and perfect yes Yes. okay it's not always perfect but I always talk about like how much that time alone with God in the morning has changed my life it really has like if if you're a mom out there and you don't spend regular time just even if it's like I don't know read a devotion and then read the chapter surrounding the verse that was in the devotion like one chapter of the bible and then spend some time in prayer I think it changes your life it changed my my gosh A hundred percent. Yeah. How I mom. Yeah. That's probably like the greatest above even fitness and anything else. It's like when I pray, I talk to God. And when I read the word, I listen. Yeah. That's kind of how he speaks to me anyway. Yeah. I've actually, within the last, I want to say year, I've, the first thing I do is I actually like journal. Mm. Um, Like I just, I don't remember why I started, but I remember somebody saying like, it's almost like praying slash like writing. I don't know. I write out like I basically think like, okay, how is my heart? And I start talking to God about it, but I'm writing it down. Awesome. And it's been amazing how much like if I journal about something, if something's really like on my heart or bugging me, like then I'll look at like my daily devotional and sometimes it'll speak right to that. And of like, course. Whoa, that's pretty cool. So yes, um, because but, you're looking for it and you're yeah. watching for it. Yep. That makes the difference. If you're, if you're not looking for or watching for God, you can miss things. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. And sometimes he is loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, Yeah. If you seek for him, you'll yeah. find him. Yep. I yeah. just wrote that in my journal. When it's when you seek me with your whole heart, then you'll find me. Yeah. And I think there's, I do not know what Bible verse this is, but like the eyes of God, like roam the earth looking for people. And yes. it's like, oh, like looking for people to be gracious yes. to. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what it is either, but it's yeah. a good one. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So stop viewing interruptions as negative. 
I love this one yes. because it's taken me so long to figure it out. Like, and I still don't have it figured out. I still get super annoyed, but yep. like three and a half years later after having my son, it's like, it's okay if it takes the whole day to read, like we've been reading Purpose Driven Life together yeah. and it's okay if it takes me the whole day to read the chapter. Yep. I've just gotten to that point, like, it's or a whole so week hard. to listen to a sermon, oh, whatever. Yeah. Or even, you know, you're having your God time. You somehow got up before the kids. And then right when you crack open your Bible or your devotional, you hear oh, like thump, thump, yes. thump, 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 thump down know. the stairs. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's hard because, and it's almost like I, <laughs> I've had a few moments where like I've been reading or, you know, reading the Bible or journaling and like I hear those thump 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 down the stairs and or like they're already up and like somebody needs something and like I get so I'm like I'm just having trying to have my D-A-M-N God time (laughs) and I literally like said that before and I'm just like wait wait this is kind of ironic I know and I think God's just like really like Come on, just see Mom. what you just did here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to spend time with me to become more affectionate and patient yes. and kind. Like, Damn it. I know. <laughs> Mama's reading the Bible. I know it. Oh. I have had the exact same oh. moment. Yeah. Oh. And one thing that hit me though, I think I even sent it to you like a while ago. There was some, I don't know if it was that Encourage blog, mm-hmm. but they had this devotional and it was about being interrupted. And Jesus had a spirit of interruptibility. Like, everybody was on him, like, heal this, you know, dispel this demon, all this stuff. And he's probably sometimes, I mean, he was fully human too. Yep. Fully God. But like, he was probably like, seriously, I just want to be left alone. I'm trying to pray in the garden of olives or whatever that was. And these people just keep like hunting me down or I'm trying to just, you know, eat. And I've got a perfect play in here. The pastor at our church, Mid-Current Church, was yeah. just saying, um, Pastor Sam was saying that sometimes the disciples and Jesus were so busy and overcome that they didn't even get to eat. Yeah. Which, I'm a foodie. <laughs> so when I was first a mom, I was like, I'm yes. making time to eat. And then when I read yes. that, I was like, okay, I'll, yeah. just, I'll just do it later. Or like but when like, your food's cold or your coffee's yes. cold for like the 800th time. Their coffee for sure got cold and they didn't have microwaves. Yes. So like... And yeah. then coming full circle, I also just read that, um, you know, sometimes Jesus would get through his busyness like that. And then he'd have to like send the disciples away and he would go pray yeah. alone. Yep. He would do that alone and him and his disciples would rest. So that's just also, you know, reiterating what we were saying about you need that time. Like get your stuff done. Yeah. Get your kids to bed, but then go be alone. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. But I'm, I'm with you, like being interrupted, especially when I'm like focused on something Yes. It's, ooh, that's a weakness. It like, feels like it wants to be annoying for some reason. That's yes. our natural. Yeah. yeah. But it, it doesn't have to be. Like two quick examples before we move on. Um, every time we go to the grocery store, my son wants to take the dang cart that has the car attached to the oh, front of it. Of course, it. yes. They don't turn. They don't steer. No. They're covered in germs and there's no room in the cart. And they're so, sticky. Why are they always sticky? Oh, gross. Yes. But anyway, this last time I was like, in my head, I literally had the, we don't have time for this. And then I told myself, but why? Yeah. Why don't we have time for this? Yeah. And I gave him the car. And then the other example I had was we were jogging in the stroller and we always go down this pier and back. And at the end of it is this beach. And Leighton was, he's always saying like, can we just go play in the water? Can we go throw rocks? And I always say like, no, 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 no. And again, in my head, I was like, why not? Yeah. 
So we got out of the stroller and we played in the beach and it was the, the best morning ever. Yeah. Sometimes I so. we get so like slaves to our schedules or even yes. like, not necessarily even like somebody else's schedule, but like our own self-imposed ones. And even when there isn't one. Yeah, exactly. Like that, you just make one yes. in your head. And yes. yeah. And then kids are really good at, you know, throwing that out the window. But yeah, sometimes you have to stop and become more childlike. Yes. Like just what we're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. probably why because yeah. God's trying to like show us something and we're not, we're too busy to like see we're it. Too tunnel vision. Like yes. gotta get this done, this done. Yeah, exactly. I, yep, I can relate. Mm-hmm. So another big one I wrote down is stop waiting. But with kids, it's like, you're always waiting for something, or at least I am like, Mm-hmm. when are they going to figure out nursing? Okay. When are they going to be done nursing? Yeah. When are we going to be walking? When are we going to be out of the crib? When are we going to be talking? Like- Always striving for the next <gasps> milestone yes. or, or break. Yes. Yeah. Like the next trip or yeah. the next time I have a babysitter yep. and it's like, you can't, I don't want to live my whole life waiting like that because people could do that their whole lives, like waiting for their jobs to be over, waiting for retirement. Yeah. And you're not guaranteed that you'll even get to that point. Right. Like tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yeah, like yeah. we um we watched Daniel Tiger in our household and there was actually like not that I'm like, you know, glued to the TV when it's on, but you know, I'm doing dishes and I kind of hear it in the background and there was this episode recently and you know, they have a little song every time and oh, yes. it was like I'm not going to sing it by the way, but um I will speak it. Um <laughs> maybe I'll sing it. Yeah, there you go. But it was like listen to, or watch or you know, something about like, listen or watch for the now or wow that's happening now. Oh, I actually don't know that one. Oh yeah. It was good. Like, or yeah, I butchered it, but, um, it was like, Oh, the wow that's happening now. And I thought, I'm like, I, you know, be present. Like Mm -hmm. it's so, I am so guilty of, you know, striving for the next thing or wishing this current fades would pass to get to the next, or even like during the day, like just get to nap time, just get to bedtime. And it's hard because they just take it out of you so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like all of a sudden we're going to wake up one day and they're going to be, you know, in college and we're going to be like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I just wished, I wished so much for like this independence or this whatever. And it's gone. Yes. Yeah. And you don't get that time back. No. And then we'll be the moms, like the ones that always come up to me saying, oh, I miss those ages. Oh, enjoy every moment. I miss those ages. <laughs> yes. And they're right. Like, I love, okay, I love this analogy. So somebody told me, like, if your kid's life is a clock. Yeah. Um, like, the kid part of it, where their toddlers and so dependent on you and just mm-hmm. tiny. It's yeah. really just this short little piece of the pie. And mm-hmm. the rest of their adult lives is the rest. Yeah. So it's like, if we could only just get ourselves into that and yes. stop waiting, then we'd realize, I don't know, it's short-lived. It is. And yeah, the good and the bad are short-lived because I remember one of my biggest frustrations, like when we had um, our first Rosie, like, mm-hmm. you know, again, newborn, like there's challenges and then there's easy things, right? But like the lack of sleep and like, you know, being pooped on constantly, like that's real. That's hard. <laughs> yes, um, and, exhaustion is real. Oh man. And, but you know, all these people are like, oh, soak in every moment, enjoy every moment. And like, that is not a realistic thing for motherhood. Like there are many moments that we do not want to enjoy or do not, like we want it to pass, like getting yes. pooped on, getting screamed at, like nobody enjoys those moments. So I think right. it's more like be present for everything versus like, you know, oh, enjoy, you know, somebody throwing a truck at you. Acting like, like it's all fabulous. Yeah, because it's, it's not. And some of it really sucks, but, like, yes. the journey is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard because we need an element of hard for for us to be okay with moving on to the next phase. Yeah. It's almost like yep. it's all supposed to happen so that 
we don't completely lose it when kindergarten begins. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Just a thought. Yep. So here's a big one for moms. Stop comparing. Oof. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. So I just have so many amazing moms in my life. I have people that pay attention to things that I don't all the time. You know, like just good moms. Yeah. And so it's really easy to be like, she's doing it that way. Should I be doing it that way? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm not doing it that way. I don't have time to do it that way. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Like screen time was one of the biggest ones that I had. We watched Daniel Tiger too and yeah. lots of other things. For yeah. Matter. I grew up watching Disney, so I was like, I think... I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, they're not on the phone all day, obviously, but right. I think cartoons here and there are fine, but some people don't and that's okay. And yep. we need to be okay with it. Right. I think that's the thing too, like remembering there's not like this like big instruction manual that's like, right. this is exactly how you should raise your kids. Right. I mean, there's obviously guidelines, but like, I don't know, some kids, I mean, kids, everybody has such a unique personality mm -hmm. and then your kids have unique personalities and what works for one family and one kid isn't going to necessarily work for yours. Exactly. And I think it's like being okay with that and not judging. And yes. Yeah. And I'm just as guilty of judging. You know, oh, yeah. I think all of us judge. I just said that in my last episode, but, and I was an amazing mom before I became a mom. Like I, <laughs> I, you know, my kids were gonna, they weren't gonna sass off in target. Right. They were not gonna, you know, stay up too late sometimes or, you know, right. candy never. Uh huh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you become a mom and you're like, Oh, oh, oh I get it. Okay. <laughs> For yes. whatever reason, I was always very old. well not for whatever reason I have a sister who's 12 years younger than me I yeah. realized like how hard it was going to be and part yeah. of me thinks that's how that's why I waited for so long to have kids I don't because know because you knew how hard yeah it's every bit as hard as I thought mm -hmm. but I also never fully grasped how great you know the joy from it is yeah like I wasn't getting that side of it yeah or else oh. I probably wouldn't have waited no it's it's such a double-edged sword like it it's is. the hardest job in the world yes. to be a mom but it's also the most rewarding right and I mean that goes whether you're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom like it's yes. just it's it's a journey and it's mm -hmm. a gift and it is a responsibility and uh -huh. yeah yep. there's no preparing for it until you're in it and you're like boom you're a mom okay, totally you go <laughs> yes yes yeah. and some of the things that I've yeah, I've surprised myself at the things that I care about and the things that I don't. And yeah. yeah, so like food was another one of the ones that we compare a lot. Like my firstborn, I had homemade baby food. Yeah. Pureed and frozen and waiting for him whenever he wanted it. Yep. And now this child gets whatever our scraps are. Oh, <laughs> I know. Well, and it's, it's like you have different stand. Like when you're a first time mom, like you have all of you to devote to that. And then when you're second, third, whatever, yeah. like you, you can't be make, I mean, I suppose you could, but. I, I know people who do, and that is amazing. Yeah. I think that's great. Yep. I just, that was one of the things that I was like, yeah, we're going to, I had baby food and I made it just fine. Yep. So this kid will be just fine too. Well, and I think there's like, there's so much pressure to like do everything perfectly because you see it like nobody posts on social media like, oh, my kids had chicken nuggets for the third night roll. <laughs> Like, they're like, no, look at these cute critters we made with vegetables, and we yes. ate them, and I got it on Pinterest. And the vegetable train that we made for the birthday party. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. Like, and the vegetable train is great, but, like, I'm just saying the chicken nuggets is also great, and it happens. And, but, yeah, like, nobody, you know, puts their yes. dirty laundry or things they're struggling with out there. So you're right. seeing, like, a highlight reel. From one day out of 365. Yep, and you're Facebook. comparing that to your real life. Exactly. And same with that, um, that Proverbs... 31 yes. woman like I mean yes. you read through that and you're like 
oh my gosh, she's got great linens. And she's making her linens. Yeah, she's making her linens. Like she's getting up early and making everybody food. And it's like, dang woman. I know. <laughs> and you're like, yay, good for you. I'm um, terrible. Well, and it's just like, oh, you just can't do everything well at the same time. You right. can do a couple of things really well, but like right. something's always going to give. Like for me personally, like I feel like for the most part, I feed my kids decent food. Um, and I do try to get to the gym, but oh my gosh, my house, unless like someone's coming over, it's a disaster. Fine. And like, I, I can't, I mean, I think this weekend, so we had Harrison's birthday party. I like blow dried and like made my hair actually look nice and put on like actual makeup for the first time and Good wore real people clothes. Mm. Like, but prior to that, it's been weeks. Like it's the mom bun that you yeah. see now, the workout clothes and like no makeup. Mm -hmm. But I also see moms like, like yourself, you know, <laughs> like who, who put an effort into their appearance and look beautiful and put together. And a lot of times, sometimes I struggle with that. I'm like, Oh my gosh, look at her cute Ever Eve outfit. And oh, you know, you like so sweet. You oh, always look perfect though. Oh, and I know. But you know, like, or you see like perfectly done hair in the preschool drop off line. I'm just like, why can't I do that? Like, why? Can't? But it's just like, you know what? Nobody does everything. Like, I don't know what they're struggling mm -hmm. with behind closed doors. Or I don't know, like, maybe her kids ate, like, I don't know, Cheerios they found off the floor this morning. And she for sure can't lift, like, 25 pound weights while doing squat jumps. Well, maybe just she saying. could. But I'm just saying, like, everybody, I think it's so easy to look at, like, what other people are doing well. And then yes. reflect that to your own failures. Totally. Or, like, you know, it's just, but yes. everybody has... Stuff. And actually, I just read in our Purpose Driven Life this mm -hmm. morning, it was about envy and like <gasps> envying other people. And it's like, it's insulting to God because you're not thankful for the what gifts. What he's giving you. Yeah. And yeah. you're looking to other people and it's like, you don't know what they're, you yes. know, working on or having struggles with. So it's like what you were talking about the other day too, where it's like, if everybody could see everyone else's problems in a pile, like yes. you would run to go grab yours again. Yes. Because you don't want to take on anyone else's. Yeah. Our friend Rebecca said that Yes. Quote and I love it. Yeah. And I was like, that is so true. Cause yes. sometimes you're like, why can't my kids be as well behaved or why, exactly. you know, why does my car look like a garbage wagon and <laughs> theirs is like clean, <laughs> not talking from personal experience. Nope. I totally get but, it. Yes. Yeah. I, I have one more really great example of this. So I was with a uh, group of people go to my church the other day and we were talking about books and somebody had brought up the fact that, um, oh, it's just so awful if you're reading a kid a book and you skip over pages because what? you're hurrying. And yes, that is hurrying. Oh and that's what we've been talking about. Like we shouldn't be in such a rush that we're sk skipping pages in the kids books. But I don't think I've read a full version of those Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> So Dr. Long. Seuss did not have young children <laughs> who need to go to bed. Like no. cat in a hat and the end. Okay. Yes. <gasps> okay. But here's okay, my point yes. is, yes, I'm so glad you said that. Cause I, <laughs> I was kind of like, can I just interject? And I was like, if I get to a book and it's half read, like that's good. Oh my and gosh. who cares? Yeah. And, let's and you're reading me, your kid a book. Can we not be hard on ourselves about even how we read the children <sighs> books? Like oh I was gosh. seriously sitting there like, I'm not adding this to my list of things to worry no, about today. Oh, seriously. And oh. actually all the moms were in consensus after I said that they were like, you're right. But I think with the internet and all the stuff, it's like, we don't even need each other to compare because oh, no. all I need to do is go on Instagram to see that like, I'm not doing all the things. Yep. And I just, I don't know, it kind of makes me want to throw away the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, but again, it's such a, you have to check yourself and be like, okay, like, would they post on there that 
you know, their kids right. ate fruit snacks for breakfast or, you know, you haven't done laundry in five right. weeks. Like, no, nobody posts that stuff. That yes. might be happening, but right. darn it, they read through that whole book. Right, <laughs> exactly. And I just think, like you said, you have to pick, like, you have to pick your thing. Like, I think yep. as a mom, like, you do prioritize mm-hmm. and you do make the things happen that you want to have happen. But hopefully you're doing that, like loving God and knowing what your things are. Like, you know that you need to work out. Like, that's your thing. Like, you want that. And, you know, I, for me, I cannot survive unless I know that my house is clean before I leave. And I know that that's like frowned upon, but no, I was just talking about this the other day. Like someone said, like, you should just have a laundry basket full of dirty laundry in your living room when people come over. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. But then I got to thinking, I was like, but that's not you. That's not me. And it's assuming that the other person can't handle it. Yeah. That's assuming that the other person is going to compare, which Mm -hmm. That is what we all do. But like, if we could all just stop, then we yeah. wouldn't have to do silly things like that because I would, I would be okay with the fact that yes, I'm clean. Yeah. But I'm not maybe as strong as you or, you know, oh. whatever it is, we each have our thing. Well, yeah. And, and that's fine. It's all based from like your own insecurities. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you have to like, you know, put yep. somebody else down to yep. feel better about, you know, what you're doing or not doing. Yep. Yeah. And I just think it's just to sum it up, it's all about prioritizing what's best for us yep. and you know, we have to pick and choose as moms. Yeah. That's just and letting goes. God, like, lead those priorities, like, checking yes. that. Because things can, you know, going into, sorry, a little different no, topic, but, like, great. things can become idols, even good things. Like, right. that um, Revelation Wellness podcast that Elisa, who puts it on, she always talks about, like, don't make a good thing a God thing. And mm. for me, like, in my past, you know, like, I have struggled to, like, like exercise has been a huge idol and I'm still working Mm. on like, you know, it's a good thing, but like it should not be my God thing. And it wasn't until probably recently, like not recently, but like several years ago where if I woke up before my kids, I wasn't going to have God time. I was going to go get a run in Mm. before they woke up or, you know, go to my basement and lift weights and like have that. And that's great to do too. But like I, it wasn't like doing that isn't bad, but it's like if I had, in one hand, like, okay, you could have time with God or, you know, go do this. I was always picking the, the idol. Yeah. 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 So it's like just be ca- being careful about like making sure what you do focus on is God led. Like God yes. should be at the center versus like, I'm going to clean my house instead of going to church or, you know, yeah, whatever. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I was yeah. just talking about this with my girls last night because they were saying, okay, so we can pray for something happening. And the verse says that God will make it happen. If you pray for it, then he'll answer you. He'll, if you ask for it, he'll answer it. Like rubbing a genie lamp. Yes. Yeah. And I was just saying, it's not like you can pray like, God, give me a Maserati. Yeah. <laughs> because that's great. Yeah. Whatever. If you pray that. But I was telling them, as long as you put your time in with God and you're getting to know him, then that means you're going to become more like him. And mm-hmm. that means what he wants is going to become what you want. Yeah. And like so the desires of your heart will become of. like his. Yeah. Yes. And so then what you are asking for is going to be in line with his will and where you're desiring to spend your time mm-hmm. is going to be in line with his will. So it all kind of goes back to, you have to have that foundation on him. You have to, t- I think if you're struggling with anything in your life, I think building your free time into being time with God first will be the best step that you could ever take because then everything else will fall into place. Yes. We're kind of on a tangent now, but that's no. an important piece to end with. Oh I my think, gosh. Kind of. Definitely. Before we leave you with um, this list that we wanted to give you of, uh, you know, you're a mom when, are you ready for this? I, I think I am. There's so many. <laughs> so I periodically let these out on Facebook and they just are things that I keep track of. These are actual real things. And so, you know, you're a mom when you've napped in a crib. Or jumping jacks aren't an option. You, you know, you're a mom when, you know, you've 
hidden in your pantry and then your kids are saying mommy mommy and you just stay silently and you're trying to eat like a bar of chocolate as quietly as possible you guys can't see her but if you could she's like showing me what she does in her pantry while she eats her chocolate so realistic um you know your mom when Plato's closet doesn't want your clothes I just had that it was so sad they're like, these are too mature. Maybe that's just when you're getting old. I don't know. It, yeah, it I'm doesn't have to be mom things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you're a mom when um, the floor of your vehicle could possibly double as a science experiment. <laughs> I found a petrified Starbucks egg sandwich the other day. Like, honestly, it was so bad. I was just, I was digging through and I'm like, okay, I should probably like pick up some of these like, you know, yeah. empty what, don't give your kids pouches in the car either. PSA. Like I, tr- they, I try to like, you know, give them healthy, like, Oh, here's some fruits and veggies in a pouch. Not in the car. Not a good idea. No. Um, anyway, so I was trying to clean that up and I found this like hard thing under the seat and I was like, what is this? It's a petrified half eaten Starbucks egg sandwich. So That's lovely. It was fantastic. I don't want to steal your next one, but yeah. didn't you have an apple core at the bottom of your toy basket? Also? Yes. You know, you're a mom when you're trying to put away toys and you smell something like rotting fruit and you find a apple core in your yes. toy box. That's and like mummified. Your house, by the way, is clean and beautiful. So it's not like I don't I would, live in squalor. I would not expect to see it. Anyway. Yeah. That's fine. So I, didn't, I didn't mean to reveal that one. If nope, you weren't that, planning on nope, it. Nope. That's fine. Okay. Open how about, um, you know, you're a mom when you've done a load of laundry and it consists of whites, blacks, and a dirty diaper. Oh no. <laughs> you pull, that moment when you pull it out, you're like, good. What do I do with all these yes. clothes? Do I wash them again? Do I throw them away? I'm not sure. Oh my gosh. You know, you're a mom. Let me see. You know, you're a mom when you like have to remind yourself when you're out in public, like, and you use the restroom to actually like shut the door. Cause you're so used to just like oh, the yeah. door being open and like, it's a, you know, come in, you know, ask me questions, ask me about Slash, my day. I don't think I would care if people did that anymore. Cause everyone's seen everything anyway. <laughs> once you're a mom. Mm-hmm. Oh um, gosh. You know, you're a mom when you think it's Friday all day, Thursday. <laughs> And who cares, really? Because every day is the same. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Um, you know your mom when? Well, I've realized that halfway through my day, like out and about running errands, like I was like, "What's the stain? What's the stain?" And it's all either baby <laughs> poop or um, spit up on me. And like, I'm like, okay. "What is this liquid?" Is yeah. the question. Oh my gosh! The, you know your mom, or even a parent when. Like the question of your house is why is this wet? Like if I could have a household quote, you know, people put these cute little Etsy signs up in their house of like, you know, nice Bible verses. Yes. It would just be like, why is this wet? Yes, like that would be your family. Followed sign. by the smell test, and you're like, is is this pee? Is it like is it is this bodily fluid? But okay, rustic oak design. Did you hear that? Can you make her sign? Why is this <laughs> why wet? Why is this wet? It's my Please. friend Lindsay Hansen just uh, throwing it in there. Okay, you know your mom when peeing alone feels like a spa day. It's kind of Take, yeah. Taking off your other one. Yeah. Uh, how about you don't have a butter eyebrows because neither were in in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And you don't care. Nope. You I have a butt. It. I don't have a butt. It runs in the family. Well, I'm sure you anyway, have a butt. I'm, I don't care. I'm Everyone has it. a butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. Um, have you ever tried to get in someone else's car not realizing that it's not the same make, model, or color as yours? Is it because you're just trying to run away and escape? Because the child is trying to run away oh. and the car seat is by my feet and I don't care whose car I'm just trying to get in because I have to pee and I want to go home. Yes. Oh just my take gosh. me home. Maybe that guy over there could drive me home. I yes. should get, yeah. You know your mom when your husband tries to tell you that, oh, you should just shower with the kids instead of giving them a bath. And I'm like... Hell no, this is my one 20 minutes, 15 minutes I get alone today. I am not bringing someone else 
into this tiny enclosed <laughs> wet area. Shower with a child oh between your legs and you know that you're a mom. Yeah. And, yes. and like, when am I, else am I supposed to shave? I'm sorry. Oh, like, yes. Come on. Such an accomplishment. Yeah, like, you can shower with him. I have a really good one that goes along with oh. that one. So, you know your mom when you've taken a shower with your shirt on because you only have time for half. <laughs> Happens hey, all the time. Better than nothing. Don't judge. Or you know your mom when your shower is baby wipes, like from your diaper bag. <laughs> oh, like, that's lovely. I know. I'm that's like better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know. Okay. Let's see what else do I have here. Um, this is this is my good one. You have you know that you're a mom when you have to ask yourself if your pants are on when you're already in the car. <laughs> this actually happens to me on a regular basis. <laughs> I'll be hands on the steering wheel, garage door is going up, everyone's buckled in, and I will seriously be like. Did I put pants on? And I looked up because that's how my mind is so like, oh yeah. You're like, am I dressed? Yes. Oh oh my gosh. That's all I got. Kind of going off of that one. I have one more. Um, You know, you're a mom when like you walk outside to wheel out the garbage, you know, in the garbage morning and you feel a breeze and you look down and you're like, I was just nursing my baby and my my nursing tank is still half on. (laughs) You're like, good morning. But it's not going to make anybody's day because they're nursing boobs. And they're like sad, empty, hanging tube socks. Oh, I'm sure that your boobs are great. No, nope, oh they're gosh. they're not. But you know, it's they, such a great way to they, they feed kids, so it works. Yes. That's that's oh, fun. and also, should we end with this one? The mm. new book title. Oh yes, oh, this you, is a good one. You know mm-hmm. your mom when you want to rename all of Rachel Hollis's books like "Girl Hide in Your Pantry." Yes. <laughs> yes. Girl, go hide in your pantry. Yep. That sounds glorious. Yeah. Girl, go take a nap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Well, see what I mean? Like, we successfully talked about all the things while, like, laughing our heads off oh, the yeah. entire time. Yep. So thank you so much. <gasps> thank you for having me. I was so excited. I think that you need to do your own podcast because you're really good at this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm not technical, though, so I need to, like, outsource. And then No, you're super Maybe I'll, we'll just wear a wire next time we, like, have a yes. play date or, like, dinner date. And next then time we'll... we do our rap dancing on the dance floor, we'll yes, wear it's our happening. wires. Yep. It's happening. Yep. Uh, we hope that you'll join us for the dance off that's going to happen at some point. And I just wanted to thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're a mom, we would love to hear your comments. We'd love to hear any questions you have, any ideas on how to deal with rage or like how you've dealt with being a mom in your Christian walk. We would love to hear it. Um, we'd love if you wanted to share this with any mom friends that you have that you think would benefit from it. And then we're going to leave you with this really awesome verse. And it's Psalm 127.3. And it says, children are a gift from above. And they are. So thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have an amazing day. Mm